Good morning, everyone. This isn't going to work. I have the wrong clicker here. So I'm not sure which number talk this is in the Life in the Spirit series that we're talking about. So we've talked about God's incredible, immeasurable, mysterious, and fathomable love for us. We've talked about what keeps us from experiencing that great love, that sin. We've talked about God's mercy that he has for us to bring us back closer to him. Mr. Messina last week started talking about some gifts that come to us through the Holy Spirit to help us share with others. Today, I'm going to talk about, really focus on one that I think the Lord really wants me to talk about. And I I was pondering and praying about this one charismatic gift, this one gift that is really incredible, that can really transform not only your life, but many lives. But before I get to that, I want to talk about three words that are words that we use a lot. And I really want to dive into those words. The first word is holiness. We just sang that song, holiness is what I long for. And I really want to take some time to think about what that word means. You are sons and daughters of the living God. You are called to be holy. And holiness is not something that you cannot grasp. I want you to know that. I want you to hear that clearly. Holiness is something that you can grasp and be. So I'm going to talk about holiness. Love. Love is another word that we use a lot. We hear about God's love. But I really want to dive deeper into what God calls us to love. How he calls us to love. And then last, I want to talk about, in particular, gifts. And why he gives us, in one particular gift, the gift of prophecy and what he wants for us in that gift. Easy words, right? Words we use all the time. Holiness, love, and gifts. And when we can take all of these together and really pray about them, which we're going to have in a couple weeks. Next week? Next week. An opportunity really to dive into intimate prayer, intimate conversation with God. And I'm hoping today can start preparing for that time. That's my hope. That's why I think the Lord is is saying to me in all of this. So I really 
dove into a section of Corinthians. Corinthians 12 really talks about those three words. Holiness, even though it doesn't really necessarily use the word holy, it's kind of like the overall, like if you can do these things, you will grow in holiness. Okay? Love and gifts. Chapter 12 of Corinthians is to me, now it's, it's, it's much longer, but I'm going to focus on four areas. Spiritual gifts, one body with many members, what does that mean? I'll get to that in a minute. Love, and come back again to the gifts of prophecy and tongues. And you're like, what? Prophecy and tongues? Yes. As children of the Father, we are called to be prophets. You, me, we are called to be prophets. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. A prophet, I think of Moses, I think of Jonah, I think of, no, yes, they are prophets, but you are also called to be prophetic. That's a strong word. But yes, and you can be, even today, be prophetic. So let's talk about spiritual gifts. So chapter 12 in Corinthians the first little kind of like sub-chapter, you know how they have like those little titles, they break little parts of the Bible down. And, and, and in, my, in my Bible here, which is similar to the, you know, the Bible you guys use, um, spiritual gifts. The first thing that I want to focus on is this Corinthians 12, 7. It says, To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. Each of you, each of us, the Spirit is given to us for good. I want you to know that. That uniquely and special, the Spirit is given to you, you, Right now, say to yourself, the Spirit is given to me for good. All of these are inspired by one and the same Spirit who are portions to each one individually as he wills. So again, I want you to recognize that the Spirit gifts good things God wants to give to you individually, uniquely. And you're, don't say to yourself, I just don't know. No, that is the talk of the devil. You have a great many gifts that God has given you and will continue to give to you for the common good of his kingdom. Let's go to the next part. This was the part that I really spent some time on. It's uh, 
the next subtitle, One Body with Many Members. It says, Corinthians 12, 14, For the body does not consist of one member, but many. What does that mean? What body is he talking about? He uses the human body to talk about what? Caleb? The body of Christ. The church, right? And in this part, one body with many members, he talks about, but earnestly desire the higher gifts, and I will show you still a more excellent way. I I actually jumped ahead. Let me go back. He talks about a hand and feet and eyes and ears, St. Paul is talking about here, and that every part is important for the body to work together, meaning this. You have special gifts. God has created you wonderfully and beautifully and amazingly, and you have talents. And you're like, no, I don't. No, yes, you do. And he wants to give you more spiritual gifts. And he wants all of us to work together for his kingdom. Make sense? So, you are special, you are unique, and you have a great importance in his church. All right? But then at the end of this, this is really, I think, where it gets really neat. It says, but earnestly desire the higher gifts, and I will show you a still more excellent way. Higher gifts? There is no ceiling of greatness that God has for you. There is, I'm going to say it again. God can do all things through you. Through his gifts, through his Holy Spirit. He can do amazing things with these higher gifts. And he will even show you a more excellent way, a more excellent way than what we can even comprehend. And I know for some of the adults in this room, because they've given in to, okay, God, okay, I want to experience some of these excellent gifts. They have taken some of the adults in this room, and I know he has in store for you great things, a more excellent way than we could even comprehend years and years ago. Because we've said, okay, I want it. Let's talk, God. I'm listening. So you... are special, beautifully made, unique, and God has a great plan for you. And it's important, and we all need to work together. So, oh no, what happened? Well, that's funny. Oh well, that's okay. So, 
The next chapter, all of a sudden, he's talking about spiritual, uh, not the next chapter, um, spiritual gifts. And then all of a sudden, he does jump into the next chapter, chapter 13 of Corinthians. And then all of a sudden, he starts talking about love. And this is a very familiar scripture passage for us. I've kind of broken it down into two parts. He starts talking that... You could have all these great gifts. God could be giving you a desire to have all these great prophetic gifts. But he says this. He kind of goes, pump the brakes. Hold on a minute. Let's talk about love. He says, if I speak in the tongues of men, this is what Paul says, If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, that's pretty awesome. I mean, he's he's saying, if I do these amazing things, but have not love, I am nothing but a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. He says, wait a minute. Let's back up a little bit. Paul's going, There's a lot going on in the church right now. There's all these speaking tongues and all these great gifts, but we got to step back a little bit. And we need to talk about the greatest of gifts and what we need to have at our foundation before we go out and we do great things, and that's love. Let's talk about this. And you've heard this. Love is, what's the first one? Patient. Love is kind. Love does not focus on wrong, but rejoices in the right. Okay, so that's what love is. But then he goes even farther, Paul, goes farther and goes, love is not jealous. Love is not boastful. Love is not arrogant, rude, irritable, resentful. Raise your hand if you have ever been any of those on the bottom right there. Absolutely. Unfortunately, the answer is yes. All right, so let's, 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 let's focus on this word love. If I was, gentlemen in that row, if I was to say one thing, describe love in one word, that as I continue to read about this and I continue to fail, pretty miserable when it comes to me loving people, it's selfless. The love that God is describing, that Paul talks about in chapter 13 is selflessness. That means if you want to experience God, have him talk to you, hear his voice, take what he's sharing with you and proclaim it to the world, you have got to be selfless. It's not about you, folks. 
That's what Paul is saying to the Corinthians here. It's not about you. It's not about how good you feel. It's not about your emotions. It's not about you feeling good. I'm making a point. It's not about me. If you want to grow in holiness, you need to become less of me and more of others. That's what Paul is saying. That kind and patient love, that selfless love. And so we're going to talk about that when it comes to praying. If we can turn away from ourselves in prayer, and be completely outside of ourselves in prayer and focusing completely away from our own emotions and our own desires. Oh, and what is that person thinking of me right now? And, oh my gosh, I got to make sure that everyone likes me right now. And Because those are the things that go through our head while we pray. Man, if I, if I close my eyes and really, what is people going to think of me? Me, 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 me. And, and, and St. Paul is saying, if you want to do great things, if you want to grow in holiness, I've got great gifts I want to give to you, but you've got to step away from yourself and love. He continues and says, Love bears all things, love believes all things, love hopes all things, love endures all things. Love is positive. Love is, I, we can do this. Love is pointing to other people outside of yourself saying, you can do this. I will help you. So then all of a sudden he stops and goes back to gifts, Paul. And he says, make love your aim and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts. Okay, so love, First, remove your own selfishness. Think outside your own emotions and desires and wants. And ask for great gifts. I just got a couple more minutes. Especially that you may prophesy. Whoa. Especially that you may prophesy. So let's talk about for a second what is a prophet? What does he mean here? He is he's saying, I want you to be a prophet. Especially, I want you. What is a prophet, guys? Let's think about it. Think about all those great people in the Old Testament that we use the word prophet a lot. 
We use profit. What do they do, Alex? Okay, so what is a prophecy? Foretelling. Okay, foretelling things. Things are good, that are going to happen, right? Okay, let's add to it. Let's add to it. Claire. Okay, they told people, you just added to what Alex said beautifully. This is good. We're coming together. They told people about great things that are coming. Nolan, then JP. Okay, I'm going to change what you just said. Foretold God's prophecies forward. How about this? They told us about God's will. Right? JP, you want to add to it? You're good. Okay. So I, I kind of, in my own words, I, I, there's lots of definitions out there. You can go to Google and go, what is a prophet? And everyone's got these different definitions. And I think this is a good one for us to remember. A person who is attuned to the will of God, who shares that will with others. That's what a prophet is. Okay? That's what you're called to be. You're called to understand God's will and share that with others. Wait a minute. How do I do that? So it says in Corinthians 14.1, make love your aim and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. I like this one right here. This, this to me, I spend so much time thinking about those words that are underlined. He who prophesies anyone speaks to men and women for their upbuilding and encouragement and consolation. Wait a minute. You're telling me that a prophet is one that speaks upbuilding encouragement and consolation to others? You are being a prophet if you are speaking goodness into someone outside of you. Because you are loving them, you're encouraging them. It kind of goes back to what I had up there before. Love bears all things, encouragement, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. If you can love and you can remove yourself and your own feelings from prayer, and you can be attuned to God's will for not only your life but others around you and share it, what is that called? It's called holiness. And you can do it. You can be holy. It's attainable. It's not just for these high leaders in the church. It's for you. So let us pray. So next week... I want you, when you have an opportunity to pray, is that I want you to think about these words. Love. Lord, I want to get outside myself and my emotions and my thoughts. I want to be kind and patient and caring and thoughtful towards others.
Lord, I want to grow in your will and share it with people. I want to be a prophet. I literally want you to try to say those words when you pray. Lord, I want to love more. I want to know your will. I want to share your will. I want to be a prophet. So let's pray this together. Father, you don't have to say it out loud. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say it and you just follow along with me. Because sometimes when we speak and we're trying to read, we lose the track of the words. I really want you to think about these words that I'm sharing and I want you to think about them in your head. Here we go. Father, I am beautifully and wonderfully made. You have a great plan for me. I know that living your will, your plan, I am fully alive. I can conform to your will if I become less. That's love. And you become more. Help me to love others. Help me each moment, each opportunity to recognize your plan for that moment. I want to be holy. I want to be holy. And that's just basically knowing God's will for your life and sharing that with others. Don't ever think that you can't be holy. God is calling you to be a prophet to the nations, a prophet to people around you, sharing goodness, love, encouragement, upbuilding, negativity, gossip is not from God. Always be upbuilding to those around you, encouraging, and you are a prophet. I know that God has a great plan for every one of you. Because I have seen amazing plans for people's lives that I was like, wow, it's incredible. And I know he has that for you guys. I ran over. I'm really sorry. Okay. No, I'm not going anymore. It's time to go to class. I love you. Have a good day.